Welcome to Thunder, Thighs, and Lightning. A comedy podcast about true stories in modern day hustle. You're joining us for one of our quickie episodes, which are short clips that include our opinions, thoughts, and rants about life. Please note that these episodes are deemed explicit due to language and the absurd nature of our confessions. Pants are not required. Uh, today, I thought we would talk about um, waking up in a panic in the middle of the night over money and finances. And I then those. <laughs> we're probably awake at the same time as many of our listeners. Uh, and then justifying in our own heads, buying like $100 worth of trash <laughs> the very this next day. Is, this is an illness. I think we all, <laughs> everyone has to relate to this topic in some form, because even if you are like a hardcore finance person, you still will throw money in a slot machine. Like, you know, yeah. there is, we all have a throwaway button of hard earned dollars. Right. I think maybe some of those people aren't awake all night though. No. Stressing about it. I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe they are. We don't know. Like 3am is the witching hour and yes. uh, the creative mind hour and the relentless shame over how you've spent your money for the last 20 years of your life hour. Or things you did in the 90s. Right. I'm just kidding. Exactly. Like, if I, could I hit a reset button Can and I just start it? over, but uh, with the knowledge that I have now? Or you go through, the, like, the morbid highlight reel of not the highlights of your great times, but the highlights of your awful times. Your lowlights. Your lowlights. <laughs> the lowlight reel. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, I, I, have I think other people are awake at that time, right? Yeah, you guys should definitely write us and tell us what you're thinking about at 3 a.m. when you wake up in a cold what, manic sweat. What purchase you're regretting or what shame shame spiral you're about to mm -hmm. launch into with your next spending spree. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, and you know, I think it, obviously this last year, a lot of people, we're getting, it's been a full year, clearly, of, of being indoors and pandemic, not fully indoors, but lots of restrictions and pandemic changes and I think that um, people are starting to remember like a year a year ago, I was signing up for a college class, signing up to take Spanish lessons, buying a bunch of puzzles, yeah. doing sourdough starters. But people are also spending a shitload of money. Yes. Because they were just indoors in their house more. We were trying to keep calm and carry on. It wasn't working very well. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely think like it does have to do with that. Like I, I feel like for me at least, um, I'm not at this point, for the most part, I do make money while I'm not working, but it's very, very little. It's not enough to like live off of. That's like sales of my paintings or sales of my prints or cards. But for the most part, I'm only making money when I'm hunched over slaving against my, you know, no, I'm just kidding. But really, I mean, unless I'm actually physically tattooing or physically working, that's the only time I actually make dollars. And so sometimes if I, I, it's not that I ever have a problem getting people on the schedule. It's like about like me scheduling out how my month is going to go. And so if I don't do that properly and I like take time off to go see my mom, which I've been doing a lot of, um, I get to these levels where I, yeah, I wake up and I'm like having a panic because my squirrel fund is diminishing or, you know, it's like, I don't have that backup or that, um, I, I don't know. It's financially stressful, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It's like I like to have like all of my bills and stuff for like the next month and then also have a squirrel fund stocked. Sure. But it's 
it's interesting how sometimes as much as you'd like that to happen, if you're not, if I'm not physically working, that doesn't happen. And it literally will keep me up all night. Right. Like even if I have an appointment on the schedule for the next day, I'm like sweating over it. But then I'll go on Amazon and be like, I do need these press on nails for $12.99. <laughs> oh my God. But then I'm at Fred Meyer and I'm like, oh bitch, you're telling me our sushi's going to be $13? No. Right. Like, you know, and it's just like, no, I'm going to eat that. And then these nails I'm going to press on, pick them off and then put them in my pocket. Right. Like, why am I justifying my purchases like this? It's like the wine. It's the wine aisle fallacy. 100%. I also call it the goodwill fallacy too. Cause oh. I do a lot of like thrift yeah. store shopping and you get that when you're in like a place that has used goods or lower prices or whatever it is, you sort of get a weird complex. Uh-huh. Like I've carried, I've been thrift store shopping before and carried a pair of like, like real leather, my size, good condition booties up to you or someone. I've been like, are these worth $7 and 99 cents? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It's so true. <laughs> but if I was at like, a specialty shop downtown Portland <laughs> and I saw them, I'd be like on sale for 98. This, this is fucking good. This is amazing. I can hardly ever find booties that fit my ankles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, yeah, I just, the, uh, the convincing of ourselves that we sort of need certain things or we're really impulsive about spending. And then you just end up with like random shit. I, I mean, I do it. A lot. It's usually it's not usually not expensive purchases, but it all adds up. They add up. And yeah. then in the middle of the night, when I'm stressed about it, I'm not strategizing money saving plans. Yeah, I'm just ruminating on what the like spent. last nine irresponsible things that I purchased. <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm like, how can I make an OnlyFans of me just sitting naked eating corn dogs for nine hours <laughs> and charging people? 50 bucks of corn dog. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't, but I'm not kidding. I mean, like, you know, my brain does the opposite where I'm not like kind of reminiscing on like the shit purchases I've made. I'm like, how can I well, make yeah. that back? How can I sell basil's body? No, I'm kidding. I yeah. Never but sell that's my dog's body. Yeah. I mean, anything. I think about robbing a bank like once a week. Yeah. Oh God. Right. <laughs> All the time. I'm watching that heist show on Netflix oh, God, about the yeah. art heist and it's amazing. And they haven't found the burglars yet they haven't found the art that's missing and i'm just like if i did that like it would not go that way <laughs> like, like, they were very smart touche sirs or well, ladies whoever did this i talk too much to ever like keep a heist <laughs> would you like to see my rembrandt i would just be <laughs> like I, I would be so giddy with wanting to show you all of the, my stolen goods look i stole some tampons i can't even get like a shirt from target without being like Come here. Come on. Let me do a fashion show. Let yeah. me do a fashion show. <laughs> I, I got this shirt from Target on sale. On sale. It has it was, pockets. It was only $98. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. No, absolutely. I I wonder if I've I've always been that way obviously. I've we've both spoken frequently on this show about our relationships with money and our impulsivity oh, <laughs> and some of our historically poor choices. Um but I I can't help but think that the last year and just all of our stress and mental wellness decline and confusion and fear, mm -hmm. a lot of those things just are fed into if you're already an impulsive spender. Yeah. And quite honestly, I wasn't, you know, a year ago, I wasn't going out to dinner like I used to. I wasn't going out for drinks like I used to. Yeah. And so it wasn't riches. I wasn't Scrooge McDucking it, but like 
I had more money. Oh, totally. And yeah. then I was like, maybe I should get myself a nice pair of boots for the first time and not just rely on the goodwill. You gave yourself your own stimulus check by not going out. 100%. <laughs> like it was like, no, it's interesting. Like I same with like my coffee purchases and my, the gas for me, cause I commute. It's, I was watching how much, I mean, with everything shutting down, I actually saw, and also not making any money, let's be honest, because everything was shut down. Right. But I did get to see how I did not, like by not making those daily purchases or weekly like outings, like going and grabbing a sandwich for lunch or going and having a drink with you guys or whatever. It's right. like insane how much money you see that you save when you just literally are at home and you don't do anything. Right. Unless you have the buy button on your phone. Yeah. And then it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over but the crying. You need this lace hammock that's like hand woven. Did you know about afterpay? <laughs> no, don't even tell me. About I'm telling you about it because our listeners need to know. Afterpay is, um, I'm not sh- quite sure how it works out financially, but I'm sure they're s- scamming me somehow. It's like modern day online shopping layaway except you get the item immediately and like i come from a family that used to put a lot of things on layaway because we did not have a lot of money and my mom surprise surprise is an impulsive shopper (laughs) what (laughs) what um but like when you put things on layaway you get it at the store you have to leave it there until you pay it off and then you like finally go pick it up after pay is like pretty much on all online shopping now and the price isn't increased by any amount. So if it's like $50 by today on your credit card or PayPal, it's $50 by on Afterpay. And it splits it up into four payments that you pay every two weeks following the purchase. Oh my God. It's like the entire world has just became QVC. That's exactly <laughs> right. I do need this Tesla for easy payments. Um. 100%. <laughs> but you get it up front. Wow. Do you get it up front on QVC and stuff on like, yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. TV shopping. Like, however many easy payments. Okay. I guess I'm just describing infomercials. Yeah, infomercials, <laughs> but in real life. <laughs> in 2021. Yeah. Wow. I've not seen Afterpay or any of that. It's really, it's and it's interesting. I've bought a couple of things on Afterpay that I'm just like. Is there any interest with it? There's no interest. Okay. We are not, for the record, at all endorsed by this. No. <laughs> Afterpay yeah, yeah. does not endorse us. They probably want us to shut the fuck up, to be honest. But I... I think they want like, us to endorse them. I think this is actually pretty cool. I've just never heard of it. I also just hate payments, though, because I'm really, like, just... I'm like, let me just give you cash and um, That's true. cookies. That's true. Here's some, here's I, some dollars. Yeah. Payments is some a... Cookies. Payments... Here's some drugs. Get out of here. <laughs> Take it away. Here's some drugs. Here's what some drugs. happened? Don't knock on my door. The payment plans, <laughs> um, they satiate that, like, tiny part of my, like, ego that hasn't been <laughs> massaged since I like declared bankruptcy years ago oh, and I yeah, can no longer like, get credit cards. I gotta go pay my bills. And I'm just like, I got the item. <laughs> I can pay for it later. Yeah. And there's no interest on it. It's fueling your addiction. Suck it, Bezos. <laughs> this podcast is in no way endorsed by Afterpay or Wish.com, both great websites to, you know, utilize and kind of abuse. 
however, not endorsing us. While you're here, please take a moment to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at at podcastttl or email us directly at thunderthighspodcast at gmail.com.